the In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Welcome to the podcast. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to another episode of my In Conversation podcast series. My guest today is journalist, magazine publisher and transformational leader, Esther Austin. Hello Esther, welcome to my podcast series. How are you? I am well, thank you. I am very, very good. So what have you been up to recently? Um, I'm just creating, I'm building out, I'm tidying up and just say you know you take each day as it comes but for me i've just really found a real great creative expression as we're on lockdown and i'm just using that to infuse into whatever i need to do because you know life cannot come to a standstill well that is very true and it's, it's good to keep yourself busy especially during these times definitely most definitely you know the balance of everything i say trying to bring some sort of balance into these this time. So Esther, where did you grow up and what was it like? Um, I grew up in Wilsden, North London, North West London. It was quite interesting because at the time I was always quite a young, um, quite a quiet child and I spent a lot of time in my own world actually because I'm I'm an energy healer now and I do a lot of energy work, I'm an empath and so you know growing up in my own world it was, that was quite new to me so what a lot of other kids were doing and understanding I didn't. I always remember going to church a lot with my parents and certain aunts and uncles around me so it was quite, I don't know, I feel it was quite, I mean there's no significant moment that really stands out to me but it was you know it was an okay time, I guess, because I don't have any really distinct memories about growing up, if that makes sense. Okay, so do you remember your school years? Any fond um, memories? I do. I was pretty much always on my own. Um, I got picked on a lot, I guess, because I was different. And also, I didn't sort of fit into a mould. And, you know, I had, I had really strict parents, so there was no way that I would do other things other kids were doing anyway. But also, I just didn't understand what other kids do, did or the language of what they did. But I was actually quite fine on my own. You are a freelance journalist, magazine editor and publisher. What inspired you to get involved with writing? I've also had a love of writing, you know, from when I was a teenager, I remember I used to write poetry as a as a um, place of expression. And then as I grew older, when I worked in, you know, the nine to five jobs, I used to get bored really quickly. So what I would do is do write newsletters to kill time. People used to say they were very inspirational or they were very funny. And then I published a couple of books and then for some reason I got into the media, I sort of just fell into the media interviewing different people and I remember about three years ago, I was sitting there with all these great interviews thinking, how else can I utilize them? How else can I get them out to a wider audience? And that's when the concept of putting a magazine came together. And I put this magazine together. On the front cover, the first one was Freddie McGregor, you know, the artist. And then on the next cover, I had the um, Sister Sledge. And then it started to grow. And for me, it's some people might see it as an entertainment celebrity magazine. For me, it's more so having people who we grew up with as legends and pioneers who have a story to tell. So it's not just the fickle celebrity stuff that we were bombarded with. These are legends that I now interview who have amazing stories to tell and sometimes never before, never before told stories that they actually share with me. And so their stories for me personally helps to inspire others that we you know we look up to all these artists but then we've got the potential to be in that place and then they share all of their challenges so that we know that they are relatable 
So what is your magazine called? My magazine is called Turning Point, Your Lifestyle, Your Wellbeing. And it's simply to say that, you know, no matter what age you are, no matter what sort of turning point you're, you are at in your life, you know, you can be successful if you want, you know, whatever you want to do, because society tells you, you know, when you're this age, when you're that age, you can't. And I'm just simply saying it doesn't matter. If you're at that turning point, see it as a rebirth. A bit like where we are now, see it as a place of um, looking at life differently through different filters, through different eyes, and, you know, to go after your dreams. Well, you mentioned that you've written a couple of books before. Um, what yes. were they called? Okay, one of the books is The Path to Asia's Beauty, Living Life Beyond Your Limitations. That was one I published two years ago. I haven't done much public publicising around that. And the other one is Wounded Lives, Wounded Healers. And that really is about, it captures the stories of different people who've been through a process of wounding and challenge, but they share their process of how they came through it. So basically for me, that book is to say to people that, you know, sometimes we, we go through stuff and we get stuck, we don't want to deal with our stuff. But in this book, we have I have different people who, share their different experiences so when you read it you might resonate with one person more than the next and it's simply to say we don't have to carry our pain or our woundedness with us there are different ways resources tools techniques that we can work through so that we can come to a place of freedom how were you inspired to write your books and how long did they take you to write i'm inspired by life i am inspired to reach out into people's lives through whatever i do so whether it's the magazine whether it's the book my the real essence and baseline for why I do what I do is to show people that you don't need to walk with your pain. There are ways, there are tools, there are people, there are practitioners, and there are modalities, there are therapies that you can tap into to support you rather than carrying your your woundedness or your burdens. With my books, it, it depends because sometimes I might get a flash of inspiration and, you know, it could take me maybe a week to write a book or sometimes it could take a couple of months. You describe yourself as a transformation leader what does that involve I I had to use kind of term that coined everything that I did so what that involves is whatever I do it is to transform people's lives over so the magazine the message in there is that if you're at the turning point you know you can use that turning point to change your life around with the interviews that I do with a lot of these artists is so they they share their story so that we know that we can relate to someone who's on a certain platform but they've gone through their challenges and we too can turn our lives around um, the healing that I do I'm an intuitive healer an energy healer and I do intuitive readings those services provide clients and people with the opportunity that if they are stuck it provides them with the opportunity to understand what they're going to to face what they're going through and then to do something about what they're going through as I facilitate a process for them into their freedom and on their healing journey. When did you become a healer? I was born um, I was born a healer. I guess I just embraced it and came out, <laughs> so to speak, um, when I lost my sister to breast cancer in 2006. And so, you know, I've always had the capacity to see, feel, sense beyond. And when my sister died, a lot of that opened up within, within me. And I remember, always remember an elder said, you need to do this as a profession because there's a power that runs through you because we're all vehicles and vessels. And since then, you know, I've been working with different clients to support them in their, in their healing journey or to facilitate, I should say. So with your clients, how do you measure your success rate? 
when they have a breakthrough, when they feel that they've shifted from a place of their pain, when, when they can actually acknowledge, you know, I've been carrying this stuff for years and now I can, I've released it. When they've seen an actual breakthrough in their lives, when they actually understand also, the main thing, when they actually understand why they have gone through certain things and what they can now do about it, they can take action and knowing, because a lot of people don't realize that they have choices, yeah? But when they recognize, I've got a choice to change this, that's magic. So has there been a particular life experience you believe has changed you as a person? Yes, I um, I would say my I would say my my marriage and also losing my sister to breast cancer. She was 38. That was really profound, quite pivotal for me. Yeah, it just changed. It just you know when I lost my sister, that was one of the most painful experiences I, I feel I've ever had. And but it also taught me a lot about myself but also it taught me a lot about humanity it taught me a lot about pain it was watching her go through breast cancer and how it affected her as a person you know physically mentally you know her whole psychological state empowered me to realize I have the capacity to 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 help people as they go through that because I when she was in hospital I would go and visit other people and talk to them and sometimes meditate with them and I saw what it did for them and you know then I I realized that there was something that I had to share that can support people in that process. My other experience was my marriage, which was an incredibly emotionally painful time, but I learned so much about, I would say survival. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about techniques and tools and resources that people can use as they go through pain. Well, our relationships often teach us some of our toughest but also most beneficial lessons, certainly in Absolutely. my experience. Besides your main activities, what other interests do you have? I I guess I'm an, um, they call me a horse whisperer. I also connect very strongly with animals. I love to work out, I love music, fashion. I've got a fashion range that I'm bringing out later down in this year because I very much believe in being an individual. So I, I have my own fashion style and people know me by that already. And for me, that's about expression rather than falling into the room of doing everything and dressing how everybody else dress and looks. You know, that's very key to me to support people in in bringing out their individuality. And what else? I just try lots of things. People know me, you know, I've done horse riding. I've done, I've ridden horses in the, in the sea in Barbados. I've just done so many different things because for me, life is short. And if I can try something once, then I can say I've done it. Well, that's a very good approach to have. As you say, life is short and we never know what's around the corner. So how can people contact you? Okay, people can get hold of me on my mobile, which is 07534. 508919 or they can email me at estherostinglobal2019 at gmail.com and you can also find me on social media at estherostinglobal or at your time of transformation okay esther well thank you very much for your time and take care thank you very much Nigel. thank you so much bye <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please join me for another In Conversations podcast very soon for more interesting and entertaining discussions. Stay safe.